everybody. It's Sue Bidstrup with the Great Big Yes podcast. On this podcast, I encourage you to say yes to building a business and a life that you love. I offer faith-based coaching to women who are ready to take ownership of their lives so that they can live abundantly, body, mind, and soul. I help you take every thought captive so you can overcome limiting thoughts and take inspired action. If you're looking for clarity, confidence, coaching, and community, you've come to the right place. Your best life is waiting for you. This is your invitation. What do you say? Yes or yes? I'm so glad you're here. Let's get started. Hey everybody, it's Sue and I'm so excited you're here. I have an amazing conversation for you today with Johnny Goodmanson. Johnny was my teacher and trainer through the Holy Yoga training and she has taught me so much. And I mean so much about God, about yoga, about faith, about trusting God, um, about the body, about anatomy. I mean, you guys, so much. So this is just a treat for me to talk to Johnny and it could have gone on for a long time. We have so many things we could talk about. But Johnny is the founder of Live Free Trainings and she is teaching a body intelligence course that I can't wait for you to hear about and Bible studies and yoga classes. And Johnny has so much experience. She's a massage therapist. She's a pastor. She's a yoga teacher. She's a trainer. I mean, you guys... You're just going to love, love, love this conversation. So I am super excited to bring you Johnny Goodmanson. All of the links to reach Johnny and to reach Live Free Trainings are going to be at greatbigyes.com. So head over there to the show notes if you want to find those links. But she is somebody you will want to know, you will want to learn from, and it starts right now. So enjoy. Hi, Johnny. How are you? Two bits, Drip. I'm so happy to be here. I love you so much. I love you too. I am so <laughs> excited. When I knew I got to talk to you today, I was like, ah, oh, so many happy memories coming up and just so much excitement about what you're doing. So I want to start there and just have you introduce yourself and tell everybody what you're up to. Yes. So my name is Johnny Goodmanson. I'm a lead instructor trainer for Holy Yoga and I own Live Free Trainings. So basically I'm a Jesus loving yoga teacher and fitness instructor. And so I do all things. How do you express your faith life in your entire life? And in one way that we do that is yoga, fitness, um, teaching body intelligence courses and things like that over at Live Free Trainings. Okay. I love the body intelligence because you're in an anat anatomy geek, which I love. So tell us about anatomy and like your love of it. <laughs> yeah. I think anatomy is our key to understanding discipleship. Um, I think in our um, kind of Western Christian culture, we do knowledge of God really well. Like I love my church. I love our doctrine. I love our theology. It's very important. It's the foundation and the rock of me beginning to know who I am, although it can't stay there. Our body gives us a lot of cues. Our hormones give us a lot of cues. Our thought life gives us a lot of cues. When we're anxious about something or we're depressed, it is hopefully a warning sign of, hey, something needs to be dealt with. When we listen to our body and get out of being in our head all the time, we begin to live from a more mindful and integrated space rather than that scattered space where it's always from the mind 
And when we live from that integrated whole place, that's the place where we can slow down. We can listen to our body. We can listen to other people and other people who are telling us things about how we can love them or how our thoughts and decisions are affecting them negatively. So when we live from a more integrated heart, soul, mind, and space place, rather than this scattered, only in our minds, cerebral knowledge focused space, we'll begin to have health in our body. And I really do believe that our body gives us those messages all the time. And if oh we want to listen to them, then we have there's, intelligence. There's so much I want to say, like you, okay. So I take notes <laughs> as you're talking and just so you know, like wrote down knowledge, theology, integrated, whole, heart, mind, soul, and my, heart, soul, mind, body, get out of your head, not scattered. Listen to our body. I wrote down awareness. I wrote down, can't stay there. So like, these are like 15,000 things I want to talk about. Um, <laughs> because what you're talking about is embodying our faith, yes. right? Like taking it out into the world. And so I love what you said is there's, we're really good at like a church with theology and knowledge. And I think for years, I knew a lot about God but I didn't know God. Very true. And I think holy yoga and you were my teacher in holy yoga. So I'm so grateful, but it taught me to really allow God to like be in me, right? Like to embrace the Holy spirit within me and to embody my faith. And so I love, love, love all of that. And I want to just ask you, cause you are a pastor, right? Um, I'm trained. I'm not ordained. I've never gone through the ordination process. I've actually been considering it lately, but yes, I'm, I'm trained and, and have done multiple internships. Okay. Have you been a Christian your whole life? So in a weird way? Yes. <laughs> so yeah. um, my parents were Jesus freaks. They both loved Jesus, both very, very broken, specifically my mom. She was very abusive physically, emotionally, mentally. Um, and so we, she loved Jesus very much. I remember when we went to go clean up her house after she passed away, I, I, I saw her Bible sitting next to the couch. She, she had died in a fire. And so it was all, uh, a lot of the things were burned up, but the Bible was, was there. And I remember she always had that Bible next to her on the table. And so I remember from a very young age, hearing about uh, understanding about being taught about Jesus. But when I watched the way she lived, there was such a disconnection because um, she would steal, she would lie, she would encourage us to lie. Um, as a as a teenager, I got drugs for her multiple times through lying. And I remember as a kid, we would sit around and pray for drug deals to go through. <laughs> and I remember as a kid thinking, I don't, this doesn't feel right. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. there, I, I was taught things about God, um, but the and and the things that I were taught. And, and as I'm describing this, it's so interesting what I do for a living. So, yes. <laughs> so thank you for this epiphany here. But yeah. as I watched her live, I saw it was so disconnected from the things she said. Yeah. And so I, as I grew up, it caused, I wouldn't say a crisis of faith because I've always believed in God. I've always known he was the way, um, but I definitely didn't want the religion I grew up with. I mm -hmm. definitely did not want to be someone who said one thing and did another thing. Um, and so I've, I've known of God. And then as I grew up and I was able to take responsibility and make my own choices in faith, I was able to learn so much from watching my mom's 
words and behavior be so disconnected that it's like all these bells and whistles are going off in my head right now. Like, duh, that's why you do what you do for a living. <laughs> um, so he was very faithful in my walk with him to hold a space in my patients, um, in patience for me to go. Yeah. I don't want that, but I do want God. Yes. Hope that makes sense. So your company now is called live free trainings. And as you're talking about kind of your history and like not wanting to be saying one thing and doing another, um, that connection, I'm, I'm putting words in your mouth. So I want you to explain to me what you mean by live free. But for me, what it feels like is you live in freedom now, like you live in relationship with Jesus now that brings freedom. Whereas before maybe it was more religious. Like I, I grew up in a religion that was very legalistic. And so I always thought like, if I did the right thing, or if I said the right thing, or if I just said that I thought the right thing, I could act any way I wanted. And so you're bringing that up for me. But what I realized is when I really started walking with the Lord, there was this freedom of like being fully myself and it was all integrated. Like I didn't have to ever pretend again because he knew me and loved me. And there was nothing that I could do that would make him love me less. And there was certainly nothing I was doing that was making him love me more. It was what <laughs> right for me. Um, so anyway, can we go to freedom, like that word and live free and like why you named your company live free? Yeah. Well, I think the way you were describing you were raised is very um, behavior oriented, right? If I yes. behave the right way, I'll be happy. If I behave the right way, God will be happy with me and I'll be blessed. Right. And that's very circumstantial. The, yes. the stars need to align in your circumstance and everything needs to be okay. And you need to respond in all just the right ways. And as what you're describing to me, I would call that a yoke of slavery yes. because you're never going to do it all the right way. No one else in your life is ever going to do it all the right way. So if you're looking to other people to be the ones who do and say the right thing or holding it against them when they don't do and say the right thing, then right. you're not going to be free because everybody's always going to fail you. And so what living free means to me is it's the ability to experience the fruit of the spirit, right? Love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, kindness, faithfulness, self-control right now, regardless of my circumstance, regardless of where I am in my faith or how mature I am. And regardless of how others are behaving around me, because the peace the joy, they're all in me. If I am God's temple, he's in my body. He is those things. That's the mystery of him having been a human. And then through my belief and confession, having him live in me, that is the mystery that I now get to do the lifelong work of becoming who he originally said I am. I would say those two concepts, who does God say you are? And that's who you want to become because that's your most free, highest potential self. And that depends on no circumstance around you and no other person. And how do I experience love and joy and goodness in my life? Like we were talking a moment ago before this started, Sue, I've got a, you know, what storm happening in my life. It has mm -hmm. hit the fan. There is so much going on. And yet I feel peace. I'm a crier. So I'm going to cry. Yes. <laughs> peace. There's so much going on, but I'm peaceful. And in the so much going on, I can see clearly 
the character attributes that God is giving me through my circumstance. I am gaining a depth of compassion for chronic pain sufferers like I have never known. And as a massage therapist who gets to come alongside them and help relieve their pain, that is bringing me to such a place of connection with my clients. I am having so much patience for the amount that's on my plate. I am learning to Sabbath because there's way more on my plate than I can actually accomplish every day. And I'm learning the rhythm of accomplish what you can stop for a while, accomplish what you can stop for a while instead of the trauma produce, 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 go, 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 earn, earn, earn. And so I see that as living free. I am free from all that is the crazy of the people and the things that are going on around me. And that is my goal in Live Free Trainings is how can I show you through my experience, through abuse I've overcome, through trauma I've overcome, through my training as a massage therapist, through my training as a yoga teacher, through my training as a pastor, how can I come alongside you and help you experience freedom in Christ, regardless of your circumstance? Well, amen. I mean, that is what we are all looking for. And I love that you brought up, you know, through your training as a pastor, through your training as a massage therapist, through your training as a yoga teacher. And I want to point that out because I think there's so many clients that I work with who don't understand kind of the puzzle of their lives. Like, well, why did I have a business? Like for me, I'm like, why did I have a business selling furniture or why did I, you know, why was I in sales or why did I do this? And then you realize when it kind of all comes together and you go, oh, because I learned this and I needed this for this next thing. Right. And so I love that you point out all these things that you've gone through all these different seasons, because none of that will be wasted. And God's using it so clearly using it right now in what you're doing with live free. Well, in every circumstance in your life, like I've realized very much so in the last couple of years, everything that I and my humanity am praying out of my life right now, what are the things I don't want to be experiencing in this moment? Those are the, uh, I'm using finger quotes you can't see right now, training programs for all of the lessons I'm going to write Bible studies on. I'm going to write my classes on right there. They're all the training ground. Every experience I've had in my entire life is the training ground. And so if I can embrace all of those things, trusting that God, everything that's in my life right now, God let pass through his hand. I don't understand why some of it's painful. That's Mm -hmm. confusing. That's hard, but that's exactly where faith and trust comes in. Faith is by definition in Hebrews 11, one hope, in what I cannot see. I cannot see what he's doing in me, but I know he's doing something and I know it's the training ground for the next season. Amen. Amen. So when you started live free trainings, I want to ask you about this because you have done a lot of different things with your life. When you kind of hung up your shingle and you're like, okay, now I have my own company. I'm doing this thing. How did that feel? Were you fearful about that? Or were you excited or kind of what was that process? Well, I have to start with the seed of how it happened. And that is, um, so Sue and I used to work together at Holy Yoga. And when Sue went to pursue her passion with great big yes, um, a few years ago, I just remember I would watch the things you would do. And I would think this little voice that then I would like, look around and be like, who said that (laughs) this little voice in me would go, I, I could do that. 
I think I could do that with my yoga classes or some Bible studies, right? And then the door kind of never opened, but a seed was planted by watching you. And so I would watch this seed. I would watch everything you would put out. I was so proud of you. So proud of, you know, you walked away from a salaried position (laughs) to go be like, I'm going to go do this dream that I don't know is going to work out, but I'm going to give everything I have over to it. And now here you are years later, I'm one of your clients. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm I love letting you light the fire under me. So that's where the seed started. And then, yes, I was scared. And I think the greatest thing that I struggled with is who would want to hear from me? Why do, why does what I have to say seem to have importance? That was my greatest hurdle still is when I, when I put something out there on social media or when I write a blog or, or in my newsletter, I always try to put a free class or a free Bible study just so that there's, it, it's, everybody deserves the information that I'm teaching and knowing how to deepen your faith, right? So right. everything should be accessible. Um, and, but I still overcome that fear of this is so elementary. Why are they going to care? Right. Right. And so it, it was that overcoming that fear and realizing that there are people out there that need to and or want to hear the experiences and the training that I've had in my life. And I partly faithfully have to just trust that they're out there and put things out there. And I found when I put this fingerprint, this unique energy that is Johnny Goodmanson, that no one else has what I have. No one else has the knowledge I have. No one else has the testimony, the parents, the experiences, the view of life. No one has what I have. And so I don't have to worry about if it's not for some people, I just have to be a good steward of the people that want to hear what I have to say. And as I've done that and people have responded, it has helped me overcome the fear. And God has put some just such encouraging people in my life. Shout out to Carol and Mary and you, Sue, and um, uh, my coworkers at Holy Yoga who have been like, oh, that looks so good and commented and um, Brooke who spurred me forward. Like, it's just, it's, it's that community rallying and coming around you as well. I think that has helped me overcome the fear, but absolutely. Yes. I was afraid. (laughs) Right. And you know, you, you said some really important things there. You said, no one has what I have. Amen. And I am telling women this all the time. Um, you know, sometimes we think everyone knows what we know. And this thing that I'm saying is so elementary because it's so close to your heart and you know, it so well, But we have to remember that to somebody else, that's gold. They'll be hearing it for the first time. And someone guided me to know this knowledge. Exactly. Someone at some point guided me to know this knowledge. So why wouldn't they want a guide to to know the knowledge? And how grateful we are for those people who taught us, right? (sighs) Who stepped out in obedience and led the way for us to learn. And so I'm like, we just get to be, it makes me cry because it's like, we get to be part of this beautiful thing God is doing. But if we keep our voice, the truth is no one else has what you have. No one else has what I have. Like my voice is unique and I need to use it. And that's why it's so vital that you, not you, Sue Bidstrup, you, whoever is listening right now, like get over yourself. Like Mm -hmm. we need you please, would you rise up? We need you. We need you to step out. Like I think the age, especially in people of faith, if that's who you identify with the age of like one leader who leads all is over. Like God is rising up his people to lead and love on one another. And we need you to do that. We need you to rise up and write your book and do your thing and start your business and start expressing yourself. Um, because you have people out there who need 
you to guide them. And that's what the body intelligence and spirituality program that I teach is all about. It's there is a unique you, a literal vibrational frequency that is you that no one else has, that when you create and put things out into the world, you make the world a better place. We are the only creatures that God created that he gave the gift of speech where we could create like he did. Like he could have not spoken. He could have just like flung magic dust to create, but he spoke <laughs> right into creation. And so he lets us speak and create things and we have a responsibility to do it for one another. Okay. I love that. Okay. The body intelligence program. Tell me about that. So if somebody was like, oh, I want to do that. What is that? Yeah. So it's an eight week program where we utilize, I, I just equip you with a tool belt a tool belt of all these ways of living your true, more, most authentic Christ-centered self with yoga, fitness, meditation, Bible study. We talk about spiritual energy in the body. I think we're comfortable with, again, anatomy, where things are, physiology, how they work, emotions. We're getting very uh, woke in this world today about emotions, mental illness, and things like that. But very rarely do we study spiritual energy. How does spiritual energy stored and work in the body? And what happens when we don't have the best upbringing in the beginning? How are unhealthy coping strategies made? And once we identify them, how do we transform that process? Because the word says that God redeemed our heart. And I think we spin our wheels trying to transform our own hearts when he doesn't say that's the way it works. He says he redeemed our heart. He works on our heart. We transform our mind. So it is, it is quite literally this tool belt to go. Here are all these ways you can learn to listen to your body and capitalize on the way your body works to listen to the cues from your emotions, listen to the cues from what your body's trying to tell you about the things that aren't working in your life. So you can live to your highest, fullest potential. And what I love about the fact that it's just spiritual and Christian and Jesus is there with us is that in some of this work, right? Because you're talking about unhealthy coping patterns and things like that. And I think there's this discovery of ourselves that sometimes brings shame and there is no shame in Christ. And so we get to walk on this path with you leading. And, and it's like, you get to that redemption that God offers, that transformation that God offers, like he's so loving and kind, like he's for us. Right. And I think sometimes people are afraid to enter into this kind of work because they're afraid of what they're going to find and that they're going to feel shame or guilt or like it's unrecoverable or it's too late. Can you speak to that a little bit? Oh my goodness. Yes. Cause here's the deal. The shame, the guilt, all that is already in you. Like when you're like, oh, I'm afraid I'm going to feel that you're already feeling it. <laughs> you're already struggling with it. You're already held in chains by it. And so what we want to do, my teacher, um, uh, Heath Reed used to say, you know, we want our emotions. We want these body cues to be kind of like a cell membrane. Remember in back in old school biology? Yeah. A cell membrane allows things to move in and out. Whereas if we, uh, we take those things we're already struggling with that we don't want to face that are in us, they're like, I'm afraid they're going to come up. You're afraid they're going to come up because they're already in there. Right. And when you let them come up and move out, move through you, you overcome them. The more we repress them and push them down and go, I don't want to face that. Maybe it's too late, whatever you are essentially through your free will, choosing that thing 
which is a very difficult reality to face because it feels helpless. It feels yep. very helpless. Very and so to realize, realize wait a minute, wait a minute. It, is it is gonna come up, it is gonna be a struggle, but I can let it move out of me in this yes. process. And that's where the tools come in. That's where the physical body comes in. And that's where I think the disconnect is when we try to do this all through our mind and think it through and think our way past it, that's where we get tripped up. It's you've got to bring the body into the process to fully process and move past the thing. And that's where the tool belt comes in. We use yin yoga, yang focused yoga, fitness, meditation, singing bowls, um, all those things to help you. Because some of the things that you're feeling that you need to get out of your body and your person, you're not going to understand. Right. Right. Paul tells us in the word of God that the peace of God surpasses knowledge. The love of God surpasses knowledge. Stop trying to understand and know and think through everything. Some of it you're not going to get, but you can still let it go even if you don't get it. Oh, I love it. Sign me up. Like, I want that now. Like, I want, <laughs> I want all of it. It's that integrated freedom, right? Like, and I, I think freedom. it's, it, and it's true. It's like, you, you don't understand everything and it's okay. You know, I grew up Catholic. So like a lot of times the answer was it's a mystery. <laughs> and while God is a mystery, um, I think sometimes we, we still try to explain it all. We still try to figure it out. And then we try to like, in today's day and age, we try to like almost heal ourselves miraculously in 24 hours and then write about it in a really succinct, cute post on Instagram. <laughs> and make sure that there's nobody out there that knows any more than you. You have to know all that there is to know, because what if there's someone out there who know more, knows more than you, which there always is. <laughs> right. And so always love, is. it's, it's a process, right? It's a lifelong process, but I love the idea of the body intelligence program. That's Awesome. And then you offer other things too, right? Like yoga classes and Bible studies. Can you tell us like a little bit more? Like if somebody wanted to work with you, what are the, some of the things you offer? Well, that is actually the favorite, my favorite part of what I do. So I have a subscription service and I have, I have two of them. I have one that's just a weekly Bible study. If you just want to do Bible study with me, movement's not your jam. Yoga's not your jam. You just want to do Bible study. We do a Bible study um, uh, once a month and we just kind of break down and you'll always have those concepts of the body and mental health and emotional processing as part of that. Cause that's just who I am and what I do. Separately, I have a second subscription program where four times a week we move together and do Bible study. And so we do fitness classes, we do yoga classes, um, and the word is weaved through there. I have a revelation wellness class, um, holy yoga class, and then also strong nation, which is like a tempo training class. And then I have one that you go, I want to move with you. And I want to study with you. Like I want, I want to do this because I'm a personal trainer. So in my classes and in my Bible studies, I see that as training you. So our, my classes, we usually kind of have a monthly theme where I'm going to start with the basic at the beginning, and then we're just going to add on and make it harder and harder so that you gain proficiency in the movement. You gain proficiency in the Bible study so that by the end of the month, you are um, really have a solid grip on living out the concepts that we've said. And then we kind of move on to a new theme in the new month. So we kind of personal training for your body and your soul. That's my favorite part of what I do. And that's kind of the best way to come alongside is through those subscription trainings. And all of what I do is recorded. So if you ever can't make a live something, you just log into the website. I load the video within an hour of what I teach, log into the website, and then you get to participate in your home. However, that works for you with your schedule. I love it. 
It's so good. And I remember when I first went to holy yoga training and I was like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I feel like God's calling me to this. Like, I don't know why I'm doing this. I don't know what's going to come out of this, but I feel like God's calling to me to this. And so I just want to encourage people that are listening. Cause I feel like that happens a lot. Like when God's calling you, it's like this weird nudge. You're like, I want to learn more. I want to learn more, but I don't know why, or I've never done yoga, but for some reason I'm called to that. Right. Like, I don't know. I, I feel like we've all had situations like that where we were like, oh my gosh, should I do this thing? It seems like really out of my comfort zone, but usually that's where the best results are. And God's like, waiting. <laughs> right. nobody gets stronger unless you have stress. Nobody like you, you're physically, your muscles don't get stronger unless there's stress placed on them. That's the entire concept of, Hey, I need to start working out for osteoporosis and to prevent that. The reason why that works is it puts tension on your muscles and bones. And then your body responds by getting stronger. Same thing with moving out of our comfort zone, spiritually and emotionally, never going to get stronger unless you move past it. I love it. Okay. On that note about getting stronger and moving past it, what do you think as you've started your own business, what do you think God has taught you? Like, what is he moving out of you through this process? Yeah. Um, I just heard Dory, the fish just keep swimming, swimming, swimming. (laughs) That has been, that has been my lesson is listen, you like blinders on a horse, you move forward with training people. It doesn't matter if there's one person in that class, 10 people in that class, It doesn't matter if you sent out your newsletter and 400 people opened it or 40 people opened it. You keep your blinders on and you do what I created you to do. I will take responsibility for the outcome. Amen. Oh, I've tried to define and, and let, I, I, cause it is healthy and, and good to have goals, but I, we can get wrapped up in the results of those goals, right? Mm -hmm. We can start to give affection and attention and all of ourselves over, which is called worship, right? To Mm -hmm. those goals and to those numbers. And so my biggest lesson has been you consistently move forward. You leave the definition of success in God's hands because we are teaching faith-centered, kingdom-centered, health-centered principles, which is a deep, deep well. And if I define success by numbers, oh my goodness, what a loss. What a loss. I don't know what God's doing in their heart through what I teach. I don't know what God's doing in their body through what I teach. Some people reach out and tell me, but not everybody. And, And so I cling to those encouraging messages when I get them, but that has been, you just keep swimming, Johnny, you, you just keep creating, you be a, a, excellent steward of the people who are choosing to come alongside and learn from you and everything else is left to him. Oh, I love it. I love it so much. It's such a good word (laughs) because there are times (laughs) when we get discouraged, right? There are times when we start to get connected to, or too attached to the outcome or how people see us, or I start guessing what people are going to think. And God's always bringing me back like, no, 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 no stay on your path, keep going. He's like, I'll take care of how it's received. It's not your job to manipulate how it's received. It's your job to be obedient and put it out there. Cause you have your people, right? Mm-hmm. You, and you're, and the ones who unsubscribe from you, that's a letter of the ones who don't subscribe to your classes or they're not your people. So right. just, just keep moving forward and keep a trail and then your people will come along and that, that you can absolutely trust. Oh, I love it. Okay. So before I let you go, I want to ask you about the questions. Did you prepare like a book and a movie and all of that? I did. I thought about it. (laughs) Okay. What is a book you love? 
right now I'm reading Cleaning Up My Mental Mess, Your Mental Mess by Dr. Caroline Leaf. I absolutely love her. Um, love her. And I, I love the work she does. She's a neuroscientist who focuses on um, mind management, which is exactly part of what I do. And so I would consider her a mentor of mine. Yeah. Um, because she does all the sciency high level talk that I nerdy love to learn from. <laughs> so yeah. that's the book I'm in right now. And that I, I can't get out of for a little while. Cause I keep finding these nuggets. Well, and what I love about her is faith and science aren't mutually exclusive. Like we, like it's, she just integrates it all. Like, yeah, every time I see her posts or anything, I'm like, and she just nails it every time, right. every time, <laughs> every yeah. time it's something helpful. So good. Okay. And what is a movie that you love? Okay. It's so cheesy and some people don't even know it, but when I find my people, they all know this movie, the original, not the remake of Overboard with Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Such a favorite. My mother-in-law's favorite movie. She makes the kids watch it. Like it's ever since they were like, we love that movie. My husband is obsessed with Goldie Hawn. He thinks she's like the the most beautiful person ever. Like he just loves her. So inside and out she is inside and out. Yeah. Oh, that's fun. Okay. Um, and who is someone that you admire? I would have to, I'm going to have to go with Dr. Caroline Leaf. So I, I, you know, as you know, in your business or for any of you who are listening, who have a business, you know, there are people that you look at that you go, they're kind of in my lane and I love what they're doing. And, um, I, I admire them. I love to learn from them. And so she is one of those people, like, I just love what she's doing and, and how she's making her mark. And just, uh, she encourages us to think, feel, and choose in very specific ways that are specific to us. And I watch her doing that. She's doing that really well in who she is. And I have to tell you, I saw her live here in Austin and she was at a church and it was not very crowded. Like I remember there weren't very many people there. And I think, um, it was just, she might've just kind of been catching on, but my point to saying that is she's kind of worked her way up the ranks of it. Like she's been plugging away and going and talking at little churches around, you know, the country. So I love her just tenacity too. And her message, she just keeps sharing her message, just keeps sharing her message. Like you said, (laughs) that's right. I love it. Okay. So what is a good piece of advice that you've received? Yeah. A good piece of advice I've received. Um, so I'm a verbal vomiter and this, this advice actually was a piece of parenting advice from my sister when I had kids and she said, only answer the question they ask. Now her context was like, where do babies come from? Right. <laughs> and so my, yeah. my son asked me that when he was like four very early and I'm like my tummy and he did and okay. And just walked away. And I remember thinking, Oh, it works. Right. And mm-hmm. I think as I've applied that to my life and communication, I'm an over explainer. And like when I cancel with somebody or when I say no to somebody, I feel like I have to qualify my answer. Mm. And I've learned to apply that advice and go, you know, Hey, what are you doing on Tuesday? You know, when someone asks you a question like that, they're, they're going to qualify what you're doing to decide if what you're doing is important to to what they're about to ask you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And so I've learned to just answer their question, right? Why? Mm -hmm. Right. Or do you want to go do this? Oh, no, thank you. And I just, just answer the one question they've asked. And I have relieved myself from the feeling that I owe people an explanation because I am a people pleaser. 
I think that's how yes. my mom was able to exploit me for so long, right? I just want to make her happy. And so I have learned that in that way, I am feeding myself first, but I'm not not serving them. It's a way that I right. can draw boundaries and be for me and yet also work with them. I love it because boundaries are so important, but I think as women, a lot of times we feel like setting boundaries means we're not helpful. We're not serving people. Well, we're not being nice. That word nice. Um, I remember learning like the difference between nice and kind and how nice is like, kind of like you're trying to people please where kind is an overflow from your heart. And so I love that, but that's so good, Johnny. That's like such a good um, again, I, just a good word for people. I think I struggle with that. Like when people text me or when people ask me a question, I feel like I need to get back to them right that second. Like if I don't get back to them right that second, I'm not being responsive enough or something. And it's like, um, right, which by definition, a text or an email means I don't need you right this second. Right. You would call me if you needed me right this second. Right. Yes. But even with my own grown children, I need, I, I need to like tell them sometimes I'm not available, <laughs> you know, like I'm not available for all the things that are going on. Like my daughter, as we're talking right now is calling and texting and I'm, I'm like, I'm not available. And it's just funny because I've made myself available. But then what's so interesting about that, like as a coach is a lot of times we make ourselves fully available 24 seven, but then we get mad at people when they want us 24 seven. And it's like, we can't complain about something that we've created that we feel the pressure to be available to everybody at all times. And we just oh, can't. Yeah. No, totally not. Okay. So Johnny, I feel like this could go on for like three more hours. Cause I have a million things I want to talk to you about, but <laughs> we can't do that. So maybe we'll have to do it again. Um, which I would love, but in the meantime, yes. if somebody wants to follow up with you, where should they go? Like what's the website, Instagram and all of that. Yes. Yes. The best place is to go to livefreetrainings, with an S, dot com, livefreetrainings.com. And then at the bottom of the page, there's a contact me form. And that will, one, get you on my newsletter. And two, you can directly connect with me. I'm on the other side of that contact form. I'll, I'll connect with you. I'm also on social media on Instagram um, at Johnny Goodmanson. So J-O-N-N-I-E-G-O-O-D-M-A-N-S-O-N. And then my Facebook page is live free trainings. And so I have lots of free yoga videos, Bible study stuff, pose breakdowns, anatomy tips and tricks, little daily devotionals and all those things. So those are the three best ways um, to connect. I am so grateful for you. I'm so grateful for your yes. So keep saying yes. And I was just going to say the same thing. Like I would not be sitting here right now if you just weren't being you. So thank you so much for just saying yes, yes to the best version the best of Sue Bidstrup every day. Mm, I love it. All right. Talk to you soon.